Well, hey, uh, <laughs> thank you. Man, I was going to ask if you were glad you came to church this weekend, but it looks like you are. Um, hey, I'm, I'm so pumped to be here tonight. And before we go any further, I just want to do one thing. I want to honor a couple people in the room. The first being our lead pastor, Pastor Rob, for giving me the opportunity to be up here. Would you guys make some noise for the best lead pastor in the world? Come on. And uh, secondly, the two people who raised me are in this room as well. My parents are, are here. And so uh, I know this. I know, yes. I know that at times it, it was not an easy task. And so it means a lot that they're here. Um, how many of you guys were at the church picnic last Sunday? Show of hands. Okay, we had over 40 people get baptized. It's amazing. And so uh, the, reason, the reason I just want to quickly share that is, as you guys know, there is a lot of amazing things happening at this church. Um, but truly, even as we have been going through summer, we have not slowed down. We, we are not uh, giving up. And more than ever, we are picking up speed. I hope that you guys are excited for fall. And even as we're hearing about the series that's coming up, man, I can't wait to, to jump into that. And I know this that there's no better place for you to be this weekend than the house of God. On Labor Day weekend, that God has something that he wants to speak to you. And so hopefully you believe that this evening. I am, uh, as I said, man, I'm so excited to kick off this weekend. And you guys heard Pastor Davey say the same thing, but we want you to stay for every single service. It's gonna be amazing. And especially uh, one of my great friends, Pastor Connor, is speaking next service. Make sure you guys stick around. It's going to be incredible. Um, but today's message is called The Door is Open. And we're going to be looking at Acts chapter 10 in just a moment. Um, but I'm excited because I know this, that every time we open up God's word, we actually have the opportunity to hear God's voice. Do you believe that tonight? And so... That's something we say to our students every Wednesday because we believe that the word of God is meant to change you. And regardless of if you have been coming to this church for 15 years or maybe this is your first time here tonight, you were invited by somebody, the goal is that you would come into this place and you wouldn't actually leave the same. But, but as we get into God's word, he would begin to transform you and speak to you. And so I'm going to preach a message tonight called The Door is Open. Before we jump in, would you quickly just pray with me? Jesus, we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you that your word never returns void. God, we thank you for your presence in this place. God, even, even as uh, the service started from the time that we were in the lobby to when we jumped into worship, God, and now in the message that the presence of God has been here. And God, we're grateful that you are here and you want to move in people's lives. You want to speak to people. You want to uh, meet people in their circumstance, in the situation. And God, tonight, I pray that uh, whether somebody has been coming to church here for a long time or they're a first-time visitor, that, that they would have an encounter, an experience with you, Jesus. We love you, Lord, and in your name we pray. Everybody said, amen. amen. Well, hey, when I was a kid, I would sell things door-to-door. Some of you uh, can identify with this. And I wasn't necessarily a door-to-door salesman per se, but of course there's times in life where you sell things door-to-door. And I remember selling things for church. I remember selling things for school. Uh, I remember selling things for, for sports and all kinds of things like that. And selling things door-to-door is an interesting thing, right? Because nobody actually likes it when people come to their door and try to sell them things. Are you with me? In fact, 
in my household, every time somebody would show up to sell something, we would shut off the lights and we would all hide. Okay, are you with me? And, and so this is, something, this is something we would do. People don't particularly like it when you're selling things door to door, but it can be a difficult task, especially because every time I would make my way around the neighborhood, it would be the first time that I had spoke to my neighbors all year and I was asking them for money, okay? Difficult task. And I remember my brother and I would go and we'd be selling things door to door. And, and uh, my brother, if you guys knew him, you would know that he is, he's a very cunning person. And, and, and we would go up to the door and, and he developed this thing where he would say, hey, I got a, I got a plan. It's going to be awesome. And I'd say, what are you talking about? And he's like, here's what we're going to do. I'm actually going to knock on the door. And then when the person comes to the door, you're going to be the person to talk to them. How's that sound? Yeah, right? Like, okay. And so he would knock on the door, he would ring the doorbell, and the person would come to the door. Um, sometimes they'd be hiding out like my family. I'll be looking for them. But uh, they would come to the door, and, and I would be standing there, and there's that moment of anticipation where you're looking at the person and you're like, man, who's going to come to the door right now, right? Because some of our neighbors are awesome, and some I've never seen in my life. And I'm a little freaked out right now. And the person would open the door and, and I'd be standing there and I'd say, hello, sir. Hey, ma'am. Uh, we're, we're just here because we want to sell it. And they'd be like, we, and I would turn and my brother's gone. Like I turn around, I turn around and he's like hiding behind a bush or a tree. And I'm like, come on, man. And he would leave me standing there. And because of this, uh, I actually became pretty good at selling things door to door. He would leave me on my own. In fact, when I was young, my mom sold Avon for a period of time. Some of you in here have sold Avon. Yeah, we know you have. Shout out to Avon. <laughs> but uh, I, would, I would roll with her sometimes and I would be in the car. And so this was the reason why from a very young age, I had decided that when I grew up, I was going to become an Avon lady. <laughs> Shout out. Yes. And uh, I recently gave up on that dream, by the way, but God had a different plan but here's the thing about selling things door to door is I remember doing it in so many different contexts and selling different things. And it, and it seemed like regardless of what I was selling, there were so many moments where the person on the other side of the door did not want it. They were not interested. And, and the, the situation, the story ends with a lot of closed doors. Now, when I think about uh, my experience selling things door to door and people cl constantly closing the door on me, I, I begin to think that it can be like this a lot in our lives, Right? I mean, how many times do we walk through a situation or we find ourselves in a circumstance and it seems like time after time, the doors in our life are constantly closed on us. But the good news is this, tonight as we are preaching a message called The Door is Open, that, that I believe this, that we serve a God of open doors. And I know that there's people in this room uh, all across this place and, and this entire weekend, they're going to come into our church building, and they are, they are going through different circumstances. They are going through tough scenarios in life. Uh, they're struggling in relationship. But before we go any further tonight, I want us to understand the simple truth that we serve a God of open doors. We're going to read from Acts chapter 10, as I said, uh, verse 34 in the message version, which if you don't know, the message is a paraphrase. You can follow along on screen. I'm going to read it in just a second, uh, or you can turn there open it up on you version, whatever. But uh, we're going to read from Acts chapter 10, verse 34. Before I dive into it, I want to give you just a little bit of context before I read that verse. Now, most of us in here are familiar with uh, Peter at, at a moment in time having a vision of a sheet that's being let down from heaven. And in this sheet is all different kinds of animals, right? 
and, and all of a sudden, God, he feels God is speaking to him. And, and he begins to, to be challenged and he begins to come to this realization of what God is telling him. And God is actually saying for, for one of the first times to Peter, he's saying, look, the gospel is not just for Jewish people, but it is for everybody. And so we're going to pick up at verse 34 and it says this, Peter's talking to Cornelius and a, and a group of other believers. And he's had this, this vision of the sheep being let down from heaven. And this is what he says to them. Acts 10, 34 in the message, he says, Peter fairly exploded with his good news. It is God's own truth. Nothing could be plainer. God plays no favorites. It makes no difference who you are or where you're from. If you want God and you are ready to do as he says, the door is open. The door is open. As I said, you may have come in uh, tonight and, and maybe honestly, there's some of you in here that you're like, man, I don't even know if I wanna go to church this weekend. I don't know if I have time. I have all this going on in my life and, and I have all these things happening and, and I don't know if I have time to go there. I don't know if I wanna talk to people. Maybe you're walking through something that's a, that's a tough situation, as I said, but be encouraged tonight because in this passage, all of a sudden in a moment, Jesus says, the door is open for every single person in this world to come to me to have relationship with me. Uh, Jesus is quite literally saying that he is going to be the answer to your questions. He's going to be the solution to your problem. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter uh, where you've come from. It doesn't matter the things that you've done. But all of a sudden he says in this passage, the door is open. If you were ready to experience God and obey what he says, the door is open. And I know this tonight, that God has not only opened the door to himself, but he continues to open doors in our lives. You see, when we come into relationship with God, it's the beginning of God opening, uh, continuing to open doors in our life. And the first thing I wanna share with you tonight is just this simple thought. God can open any door. God can open any door in your life. When life pushes against us, God will open doors. When it looks like you have nowhere to go, God will open a door. When it seems like you've been walking through the same thing for a long time, Rest assured that, that if you are pursuing Jesus and, and, and you are going after him, that God will open a door. It says this in Luke chapter 11, verse nine. So I say to you, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. And I love this because Jesus gives us an incredible promise here that there are things in life, there are doors in our lives that, that we are actually not capable of opening up on our own. But the Bible says that if you will ask, if you will seek, if you will knock, then, then I will be there. Jesus is saying, I will be there to open the doors to do the things that you can't. I will constantly do what you can't do. I will see the things that you can't see. I will speak the things into your life that you need to hear. And I think sometimes uh, we wonder why God won't pull us out of our situation or our circumstance, the things we're going to, but we are trying to do everything our own way. I mean, how many of you know this, that, that no matter how many times we hear, uh, or, or even no matter how many times we say, we're gonna trust in God and we believe that God is the answer, it's so much, it seems so much easier in life for us to take things into our own hands. We're not actually good at, at trusting God and letting him do what he wants to do. Instead of, uh, of remembering that the doors are open in our life, uh, we forget this. And in life, we begin to take things into our own hands and do the things that we see fit. But you know what's crazy? In, in reality, in real life, we don't go through doors that are locked if we don't have the key, right? I mean, we don't go uh, into someone else's house. We don't go through doors that we're not supposed to. If you, if you have, you probably found yourself in the back of a squad car at some point in time, right? Somebody will call the police on you. 
And I mean, I, I, I love, I've, as long as I can remember, I've loved superhero movies. Anybody with me tonight? Superhero movies, action movies. Man, I love that stuff. And I, and I was thinking about uh, ask, seek, knock. I was thinking about how there's certain doors in our lives that, that only God can open. And I, I begin to think about how much I love superhero movies. And you're like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. No, I do. Uh, from the time I was young, I love superhero movies. And this is what happened every single time I would watch a movie that involved a superhero or an action hero, something like that. As soon as the movie ended, for the next day, I would automatically assume that I was that character. Are you right? Come on, you guys know how it is. And so, like, I remember watching uh, one, of the, one of the Batman movies, and, and I'm seeing him, like, beat people up and kick down doors, and I'm, like, beating up my brother, and I'm, like, kicking the basement door down. And my parents come to me, they're like, hey, uh, we need to talk to you. There's a hole in the door. And we know it was you. And I looked at him and I said, actually, it was Batman. So... <laughs> And they're like, listen, that's, like, that's great, but we, we know it was you. And I said, if you want to talk, call me by my name, Batman, right? <laughs> and <laughs> why am I sharing you, this with you? Because uh, it was a terrible habit. But every time I would watch this type of movie, I would assume that I was that character. And, and every time I tried to kick down a door, uh, it wouldn't go as I planned. And this is a lot like our lives, right? Every time we try to go somewhere, when God is saying, hey, I want you to go this direction, I want you to walk through this door, and a lot of times our nature's like, well, I don't really want to do that. I was actually thinking that I would do this. And there's some of us in here that have become really good at hearing the voice of God, but not actually responding in obedience to what he says. I mean, is it possible that in the church today, there's, there's so many times where, where we spend time in prayer and, and we come to a service and, and we hear an amazing word and, and we have a moment in worship where we're lifting our hands and we can hear God speaking to us, but we, we've actually come to a place where we're great at hearing the voice of God, but, but then instead of responding in obedience, we step out and, and step towards the things that we desire in our lives. And as I'm thinking about doors and I'm thinking about God opening the door for all to come to him, Acts chapter 10 is an invitation for any person in this world to come to Jesus because God knows that he is the only true hope in this world. Come on, if you're in here uh, tonight and this weekend and you're walking through something tough and you're in a situation that you're like, listen, uh, that's great, but you, you can't even begin to comprehend or understand what I'm going through. I know this to be true, that the only answer, the only solution to your problem is a relationship with Jesus. The only thing that is going to fix your circumstance is, is drawing closer to Jesus. And so many times in life, we try to go after the things that we think are the answer, the things that we think are the best. We try to kick down doors that, that God never actually meant for them to be opened in our lives. And, and, and God understands in Acts chapter 10 that he is the only true hope of this world, that without him, everything else in life will fade. Come on, let's understand tonight that, that if God opened the door to himself, then he will continue to open the right doors in your life. And if you're in here tonight and you're like, well, how do I know what the right door is? If you are pursuing Jesus, if you are actively pursuing God every single day, then you will never have a problem walking through the right doors. This is why, this is why in a practical sense, this is why something like soap is so important. We talk about it all the time from the stage. Why? Because we truly believe that when you open the word of God, you have the opportunity to hear his voice. When you spend time in God's presence, he begins to change your heart and align your heart with his. You begin to see the world in a different way, in a different light. And, and some of us in here tonight just need to be reminded that the doors in our lives that we are trying to constantly push through and break through and we're trying to go our own way and we're trying to fix our own situations, 
And Jesus in Acts chapter 10 not only invites everybody to him, but he says, listen, if you will continue to seek me, if you will ask, if you will seek, if you will knock, then the door will be open to you. Anything that you think is impossible is possible in my name. The right doors will be opened when you are actively pursuing Jesus in your life. And Jesus is the beginning of all doors. So if you're pursuing him, you will always be going in the right direction. But check this out. An open door is meaningless. An open door is meaningless unless you are willing to walk through it. Unless you're willing to take the next step. And I know this to be true, that we have to walk through open doors. This weekend, what's stopping you from from walking through the doors that God has opened in your life? There's some of us in here that, as I said, man, God has spoke to you a long time ago. God has, has prompted you to do something. The Holy Spirit is constantly speaking to your heart and he's saying, hey, this is what I want you to step out and do. I need you to be obedient in this way. I need you to reach this community. I need you to, to reach this person at work. And, and so many times, time and time again, God is opening the doors for us, but we have to actually walk through the doors that he has opened in our life. What is stopping you from, from, from walking further into the things that Jesus has for you? I'm just gonna tell you this right now. If you are in a place in church where you've been coming here for years and you're like, man, I feel dry. I feel like I'm bored. I feel like I've been doing this forever. Then maybe there's some doors in your life that God is opening that you need to walk through. Maybe there's some new things that God wants to do in your life that, that you need to step forward in faith. And, and I think that we become really good on knocking on doors and thinking about the next steps. But a lot of times fear keeps us from walking through them. In this life, it's easy for us to be afraid. It's easy for us to be filled with pride. It's easy for us to have distractions. And these things constantly keep us from walking through the doors that God has opened in our lives. Fear, pride, distractions. It's easy to say yes to God, but it's a lot harder to move forward in obedience. And some of us in here tonight, as as God has in Acts chapter 10, verse 34, laid out that the door to Jesus is open for every single person that's just the beginning of him continuing to open doors in your life, but, but you're not going to experience the fruit of those open doors unless you are willing to walk through them. And your perspective of a situation, maybe you're in here tonight and you're like, listen, but you don't understand uh, what I'm going through. You don't understand that I'm afraid of what's on the other side. Understand this, that your perspective of a situation does not change the character of God. And the Bible says that he who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion. That means that the things that God has spoke to you, the things the Holy Spirit has prompted you to do, the ways that God is challenging you and speaking to your heart, uh, all of the work that he is doing in your life, the things that he's constantly doing, that he will bring them to completion. Sometimes in life, it's hard for us to trust when we can't see the other side, when we don't know what's next. And God's opening doors and challenging us to step out in a new way. And we're like, man, I, I don't know if I can do that because I, I can't really see what's happening next. Why is it so hard for us to trust? Because so many times in life, you and I uh, lose trust with people, don't we? I remember when I was a kid, uh, my mom came to me at one point in time and she said, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna sign you up for swimming lessons. And I thought, uh, no, right? <laughs> and she's like, you can't swim, you need to go to swimming lessons. And at the time I was terrified of water and I'm like, I don't wanna do this, I don't wanna go. I remember going to swimming lessons and, and I would try my best to stay out of the pool and, and not do the things my teacher was telling me to do. I would sit on the side and she would pull me in. And by the way, I was an ugly swimmer because I had like the rubber hat on and the goggles, the whole nine yards, right? And I remember my teacher saying one day, hey, at the end of this week, we are all going to jump off of the high dive. And I thought, wow. I think I'm going to be sick that day, right? And so the end of the week came and and my teacher's like, everybody is jumping off of the high dive today. 
And I was like, I don't want to do this. And I remember some of the other kids in my swimming class going up, jumping off. And, and it was my turn. I remember climbing up the ladder. And, and she's like, just go walk out on the diving board. Take however much time you want. You're going to jump off. Everything will be okay. I said, okay. So I start to walk out to the edge of the diving board. And, and I remember looking down and thinking, nope. And I turned around and I started to walk back towards my teacher. True story. And my teacher comes out to meet me and, and I actually like reach for her hand and I'm like, I just want to go down the ladder. I was a young kid. And, and she's like, okay, I'll help you down. And she reaches out for my hand and then she literally pushes me off of the high dive. Like, right? And I remember falling like it was slow motion, like looking back up at her thinking, you're the devil. Like, what, you, what just happened? I remember hitting the water and like rubber swimming cap flying off, water shooting in my nose, my ears, everything. And, and, and I'm like, and why am I telling you this? Because in life, things happen to us from the time that we are young, where it is actually hard for us to trust people. But you know what's crazy is that tonight we're not trusting people. That, that, that we serve a God, that we serve Jesus, and, and he's never going to fail you. He's never going to let you down. That Acts chapter 10 was the beginning of him opening a door in your life that, that really was meant to, for him to continue to open doors in your life. And you will not get to the great things that Jesus has for you unless you have a greater trust. But the beautiful thing about it is this, is that it's not like when we trust people. Uh, our trust for God is, is, is something that is, is a beautiful thing because he's never gonna let you down. He's never gonna fail you. And some of us in here have been Christians for a long time, but you just need that reminder tonight that there are doors in your life that God wants you to walk through and you've been hesitant and you've been resilient and you're like, I don't know if I wanna do that. Tonight, rest assured that if God is calling you to do something, if God is calling you to move forward in a new way, if God is calling you to new things, then he is going to continue to be faithful. Every single time God opens the door in your life, his faithfulness is on the other side. And his faithfulness is not limited by your perspective. There may have been things that have happened to you uh, even since you came to Jesus that you're like, man, I don't know, maybe someone's in here and you've been hurt by the church and you're like, I don't know if I can follow the things that God is wanting me to do. And tonight Jesus is like, listen, I will never fail you. I will never let you down. In Acts chapter 10, I invited you into relationship with me because it was the beginning of me continuing to do things in your life. And some of us in here need to stop hesitating because we've heard the voice of God. God is opening doors in our life and he's actually saying, I need you to have a greater trust. You don't need to see the next step. You don't need to know what's on the other side, but you need to trust and obey and believe that I have good things for you. God's faithfulness is not limited by your understanding and God's plan is greater than your perspective. God's plan is greater than your perspective. Come on, we don't always need to know what's next when we don't have the answers. God has them. When we, don't, when we don't know what's next, God knows. And the Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. You might be walking through a circumstance tonight. And maybe, maybe there was a moment where you came to Jesus and, 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 and I don't know, you had, this, you had this understanding that when you came to Jesus, everything in your life would just be made perfect in an instant. And now you've given your life to Christ and you're like, Here's the deal, Pastor Anthony, like I gave my life to Jesus and, and now I'm walking through harder stuff than I ever have. What's up with that? Right? But, but I know this, that just because you give your life to God doesn't mean that bad things won't happen to you. But we need to elevate our understanding and, and acknowledge the fact that God's plan for our life is greater than our perspective. God doesn't just see you where you are now. He sees where he wants to take you. He sees the things he wants to do in your life. He sees the, the place that you need to be. 
And tonight, as we're, t- as we're talking about the door being open to Jesus, the door being open to Jesus and relationship with him was the beginning of a beautiful journey of him continuing to open doors in your life and, and, and take you to greater things. And so many times we get sidetracked, we get caught. I have a daughter who's, who's going to turn one in about a week. Some of you know her. Her name's Hazel. And, and I remember the other night, I was, we were at home and, and she was walking around. She just learned to walk not too long ago. And she was walking around and, and every single cupboard door she came to, she would open it up. You guys know what's coming. And she would pull everything out of the cupboard, right? And then as soon as literally every item was out, she'd be like, okay, we're good. Next one, right? And she would go to the next cupboard and she would pull everything out. And I remember getting so frustrated. And, and as, I'm like, as I'm like, man, where is Hazel at? I'm like, okay, just follow this trail of all this stuff, right? And I, I remember picking up all the stuff, putting it back in the cupboard, being like Hazel, grabbing her, being like, hey, don't do that. That's not, that's not a door for you. There's not anything on the other side that's for you. Don't do that. And she would, again, just, just see the next cupboard door and get excited. And she would go to it and open it up like there was going to be something amazing in it. And I remember getting so frustrated and thinking, man, is this what parenting is? And parents out there, you're like, yes, it is. And it doesn't stop, right? And I remember getting frustrated. I remember uh, uh, following her. And there was a moment where the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And he said, man, what if we had a faith? What if we had a trust like that? That, that every time uh, there was a door in our life that, that we understood this, that no door is closed to God. And what if we actually believe that every door, every opportunity, everything God's calling us to, that we could step into it, that we could achieve, that, that we could walk in the victory that God has promised, that we could live in the power of the Holy Spirit, that we could step out in the things that he's called us to, that we could actually do things that, that, that you and I could never imagine. And I remember God challenging me in that moment because I kept thinking, why do you keep opening these doors? Why do you get so excited? You don't even know what's on the other side. And God was like, yeah, but what if we were like that? Like, what if there was a door in your life? What if it started with, with God opening the door to himself? And then he's like, every time I put a door in your life, every time I open a door, get excited because regardless of if you know what's on the other side, I promise you that it's good. I mean, what if we lived like that? And, and I know this this weekend, that the door is open, that there's no door in your life that is closed to God. And we're all here uh, under different circumstances this weekend. We're all going through different things. And some of you in here tonight, maybe this is the first time that you're even hearing about uh, Jesus and, and, and God opening the door to himself and desiring and wanting a relationship with you. Uh, maybe tonight is your opportunity to, to surrender your life to Jesus. And maybe, maybe you're here and you're like, I-, I want to have a relationship with Jesus, but the things that I've done disqualify me from that. Remember that Acts chapter 10, verse 34 says, it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter who you are. If you desire God, the door is open to you. And that open door is the beginning of God continuing to open doors in your life that you and I are incapable of opening. So here's what I wanna do tonight. It's gonna be real simple. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a prayer in a moment and we're gonna have a time where we're gonna respond in worship because Revelation 3.20 says this, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, open the door and I will come and eat with that person and they with me. This is God's promise that not only will Jesus come into your life, but he will move forward in relationship with you. A life in Jesus is never a closed door. 
You surrendering your life to Jesus is, is not the only time that God is going to open a door in your life. It's really the beginning. And some of us in here, God has been challenging us to walk through open doors, to step out in a greater way, to be a little bit more obedient, to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, to step into the things that God's calling you to. And you've been hesitant. Uh, you've doubted. You've been in a place where you're like, I don't know if I can do it. And maybe tonight is your night to be faithful to things that God has spoke to you long ago. For some of you, you just needed to hear that the door to Jesus is open for you. There's nothing that you've done that can disqualify you from that. You can't be too bad. You haven't done enough bad things in life, but God actually desires relationship with you and he wants it to happen tonight. So all across this place, can we all stand to our feet? Stand to our feet all across this place. I'm gonna say a prayer and we're gonna simply respond in a time of worship because we're gonna acknowledge God's faithfulness and acknowledge the fact that the door is open to Jesus. And if the door is open to Jesus, then there are doors in your life that God wants to open tonight. Would you pray with me? God, tonight we thank you. Lord, we praise you. God, we thank you that in your word, you promised that the door to you is open. God, that it doesn't matter what we've done. God, it doesn't matter where we've been, who we are. But Jesus, you wanna do amazing things in our lives. And God, I pray for people all across this room. God, I pray for people that, that, that wanna surrender their lives to you. And this is gonna be the first time that they do that. God, that, that it doesn't, God, that it's gonna take a moment of them surrendering their hearts to you. God, you're gonna hear that. You're gonna honor that. God, I pray for people all across this place that, that there's open doors in their life that they've been hesitant to walk through. That, that God, that you've been prompting them. You've been speaking to them to do new things, to do more, to step out in greater ways. God, I pray that we would develop a greater trust God, will we be reminded tonight that your plan for our lives is greater than our perspective of what's going on around us. God, despite our circumstance, despite our situation, you are faithful, God. And today and tonight, God, we surrender to you. God, we wanna move forward in everything that you have for us. So all across this place, God, as we go into a time of worship, we lift up your name, Jesus. Take us to a greater place to surrender. In your name, we